Good afternoon and hope you're having an awesome day. I can't believe that the week has already flown and it's already Shabbos and almost Yom Kippur. But before I share the thought of the day, I just want to give a huge shout out to the over 20 people that signed up for the 9.30 p.m. learning this past week as per the challenge that we spoke about in episode 257, Fake It Till You Make It. You know, all of a sudden, people who might not have said that they're the type of person who could commit to learning 15 minutes a night, okay, maybe it ended up being 30, and also enjoy it, Hopefully, we're now able to be that person. And how do they do it? Well, we could have all done it. All we have to do is make that choice. So, yashir koach to them. And if, by the way, anyone wants the recordings, let me know, and I might have recorded them. Okay, now, as is our custom on Erev Shabbos, I'd like to share one of the hundreds of relevant ideas that we could learn from this week's Torah portion to apply to our everyday lives. This week's portion is Parshat Hazinu. And Hazinu is written like a song that actually depicts and forecasts the future of the Jewish people, the ups and the downs, what they need to think of, be aware of, and hopefully learn from. So for today's thought, it's a pretty strong one that requires us to take an honest look. But honesty is the key to this entire period. After all, if I'm not honest, I'm dishonest. And lying to others is not nice. But you know what? It's even worse. Lying to oneself. So the thought I want to throw out is, could we sometimes fail as a result of our successes rather than as a result of our challenges? See, there's a verse in this week's Torah portion that reads as follows. Translated roughly as, and Jeshurun, a name of the Jewish people, will grow fat and kick. They'll grow fat and coarse and forsake the God who made them. Now, what are we talking about here? Now, clearly it's not referring to a weight problem. So the commentaries explain that there will come a time, in fact, many times in history, when the Jews, be it on a collective level or an individual level, will be blessed with plenty, i.e. they will grow fat. And that is something we daven for, for parnasa, livelihood, good jobs, nice houses, you name it. And you know what? Hashem will listen to what we daven for and grant it. But then we will face a danger. Will we take it and rather than appreciate it as well as the one who gave it to us and grow closer to Hashem? Or will it have the opposite effect? Will we ask for blessings, be given blessings, and then lose all appreciation and forget the one who actually blessed us in the first place? And let's be honest, in this generation, there is more blessing for our people than we have seen in centuries, if not forever. So let's use an analogy. One we've used before, where God is seen as a parent and we are his children. See, in the family dynamic, obviously, parents want to provide their children with lots of good stuff and the ability to enjoy life. And that includes providing them with a strong, loving relationship, strong values, and obviously material enjoyment as well. But have we not all seen situations where the kids are so blessed with the unprecedented material wealth that we're so blessed with the unprecedented material wealth to the point that we use the word spoiled? It actually spoils them. They don't become more appreciative. They become less so. They don't go closer to the value and hard work of the previous generation, but they reject it. They don't live a life using the blessings to express the deepest kindness, but rather look to focus more on just themselves. This, my friends, is exactly the foreshadowed challenge that the Torah thousands of years ago described that we need to be on guard for. What a powerful, if honest, discussion to have with ourselves on whatever level we're at. 
Do we precisely not make time, for example, to learn because we're so blessed by God to have so much opportunity and too busy building our businesses even further or renovating our houses more, going to participate in constant entertainment? Do we get so involved in our blessings that we forgot the one who blessed us? Now, let me be clear. It need not be that way. We should not lack for or hope to lack for anything. But the more we have, the more important the values need to be deeply rooted or we could fail in our generation, not as a result of the challenges, but because we are too blessed. I'll tell you honestly, I'm very blessed and I struggle with this all the time and therefore try my best, although I don't always succeed, to ensure that decisions that we make with our blessings communicate the values we want to our kids rather than confusing them about what our priorities really are. Let me give you an example. When we were figuring out what to do with renovations on our bungalow, at the time, our household consisted of my wife and I, six kids, and a teenage boarder living with us in our basement that was supposed to be there for three weeks and somehow it turned into three years. All that in 1,100 square feet. So between being a little tight and also loving to host guests, we needed to do something. Now, thank God, like I said, we were and are blessed. We needed space found a trustworthy and airlift person to help build, and even spoke to our Rav about how to make sure our kids don't feel like a house is important. It's about the home and the values. So we made the decision that to achieve our goals, yes, of course, we didn't want it to look like a dive, and there's nothing wrong with living like a mensch. But at the same time, we didn't want our kids to think that they were defined by the way the house looks, and that that is where the money should be spent, rather than education and charity and, well, I guess, tons of Costco shopping to feed the family. So we decided we didn't need things like wainscoting, I didn't even know what that was, or crown molding. Not that there's anything wrong with those, honestly. But our home life would be just as beautiful without it, and our kids would hopefully understand the message. Yes, we are blessed, very blessed, but we thank Hashem for that blessing and do our best to use it to be the best Jews and light in the world that we can be. See, all of us should consider what it means for us to be blessed while ensuring that the blessings, God forbid, don't turn into a curse, which would create a situation where it might have actually been better that we were never so blessed. So this Parsha is so fitting for this time of year as we have an honest heart-to-heart talk with God. See what he blessed us with. That previous generation didn't have or what they had to work really hard to get, let alone all the pogroms and holocaust, abject poverty, and they still carried on their faith and their values. And then we have to give thought about whether there are areas where getting more is causing us to lose more important things. You know, I often hear people say, well, my goal is to have what my parents couldn't have or to provide for my kids what I didn't have. But in the process, could we also end up losing something more important, what my parents did have and transmit? The Ehrlichkeit, the values, appreciation, modesty. Our job and what God wants is not an either or, but the challenge of Yiddishkeit is to merge them both together. That takes strength. That takes honesty. But that can be achieved. And on that note, wishing you an awesome Shabbat. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.